Okay. So, <laughs> hey. Um, it's been a lot going on about like men being emotionally more attached to other men than women. But being as a straight man being sexually attracted to women, meaning uh, you know, obviously when you want to be satisfied in an adult way, you go to a woman, but all your other needs are fulfilled by other men. And <laughs> a lot of men feel like, oh, my homeboy's more loyal. Oh, they this, they that, you know, blah, blah. But on the other end of that, there are so many news articles about men who have dated the same woman, friends for years. Bros grew up together, baby. Friends for years. Dated the same woman and then one man kills the other. They don't kill a woman. They don't even harm her. Not a hair on her head. Baby girl, good. And that's not every case. Sometimes your homeboy use you as an alibi and y'all both end up in jail. And you so loyal to your boy that you won't tell the truth. Um, and I have two sides to this. I, I have an alternative side, but I'm just going to stick to this for right now because we are, ouch, because we all know, um, how I can just fly off the handle with certain things. So sticking to men being emotionally attracted to other men. When people hear the word attracted, um, automatically they think sexual. Automatically. And it's not always sexual. It's more of like... When <laughs> when I... Growing up, my granddad, I spent a lot of time with him. And we was always in a garage. He knew how to change tires um change brakes uh oil coolant hell rebuild rebuild the engine to a certain extent my granddad was is is a very handy man rebuilt his entire bathroom he has rebuilt his entire kitchen functionally safely wiring and all Plumbing and all. Um, and he allowed me to be a part of that. And a lot of people felt like that was so weird. Oh, that's your granddaughter. Um, you know, she should be doing A, B, and C and blah, blah, blah. He was never that type of man. Ever. But on the flip side, he was the type of man to pay all of his own bills. He had a wife. And a son living in home. My uncle is um, 10 months older than me, I believe. I'm thinking off the top of my head. It's 10 months. It's 10 months. It's 10 months. And for everybody like, oh, how don't she know? Baby, because I'm a little slow. And leave me the fuck alone. I know he not an entire year older than me. So, there's that. <laughs> but anyway... And then he also had older children, my mother and my uncle, by the same woman, my, my grandmother, um, who's he, who he took care of, even into their adult years. And up until my grandmother died, she could call him and ask him for anything, and he would provide it for her. And a lot of people feel like that's weird, that's wrong, whatever the case, but he took care of the mother of his children. Sorry. Um, so I guess you could say like he was traditional in one sense and not in the other because he did teach me a lot of things about cars. Some of it stuck, some of it didn't. And some of it like kind of came back later once I got my own car. And I was like, oh, hold on, me and my granddad did this before, you know, blah, blah, blah. And even in my own household, when it comes to my car, 
I'm the only driver. My husband um, does not drive, cannot drive, not only because of physical um, issues, but he, uh, I said physical. Well, I guess that's true. Like, he, he can't see. There's no way you would trust him behind the wheel because he cannot see. Um, but, okay, anyway, my husband don't drive. I do. When it comes to my car... I know when something wrong. I'm not saying I do my own oil changes or no stuff like that. I take my car to the shop like most other bitches. Um, and he pay for it like most other niggas. But I don't make it a big deal to be like, oh, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Because it's a lot of stuff that I refuse to do that he will. Just this morning when we was leaving out the house, there was a spider on the door and I wouldn't touch it. I absolutely wouldn't. In front of my two kids, <laughs> right there early in the motherfucking morning, I f- had a panic attack if, at my own front door because I wouldn't touch it because there was a spider. Guess who took off their shoe and killed that spider be- <laughs> before work? And calmed me down. Got me to the car and was like, okay, we don't got to pull off right away. Calm down a little bit, okay? It's okay. Not once did he ever try to make me feel like I was overreacting. And of course I was. I live in Michigan. The spider was not going to kill me. But anyway. um, There was a point in time. Especially like high school, middle school. Like where like boys just wanted to be with other boys. And hang out with other boys. And that was the cool thing. And you know, me and the guys and this, this and that. And then it just became obvious as time went on that like, it's not always cool to only be with your guys. And I'm sorry, but being somebody like me, African-American, when, when most guys are hurt as far as shot, stabbed, robbed, or killed, um, they with the boys. Most of the time, they're not at home with their family. They are in the streets with the boys. And that's not me victim blaming or victim shaming. That's just like, when it comes down to it, logically, this is not all the time because all friendships do not be in the, you know, that all friendships don't like go around like street shit. But like, you logically it just really just never made sense to me like men always want to be around other men and i'm not talking about like sundays you do the whole football thing um i understand it (laughs) i even understand two times out the week going to the gym with your boys and and doing a pickup basketball game i even understand two times out the week or three times out the week going to get some drinks with your friends I even understand if you work in the same vicinity as your friends or in the same company as your friends having lunch together every single day. I understand that. I don't understand spending all of your free time with a male that is not your child as a grown-ass man. I don't get it. Obviously, unless you are attracted to men. Um... And it's okay to to admit that you don't like women. You feel like you don't have nothing in common with a woman. You can't have a real conversation with a woman. It's always pretend. It's always fake. It's always phony. And so you do choose to be with men because y'all have more in common. But when it comes to bedroom things, you would prefer to do that with a woman. And my rebuttal to that would be, Are you being fake or is the woman being fake? Are you approaching the situation and assuming that you and this person don't have anything in common because she is a woman? Or do you for sure, seriously, 100% don't have nothing in common? You tried your hardest, truthfully tried your hardest and that's it. And, And if that's the truth, then my rebuttal would also be you can find a woman who has things in common with you? Why why sit and converse and pretend with somebody 
when you know in your heart of hearts, like, I, I don't have nothing in common with, I'm attracted to this person physically, but she like DC and I like Marvel and there's no in between, there's no mixture of the two for me. There's no, um, I can't meet her halfway. She can't meet me halfway. You know what I mean? Like, come on. You know, she team Edward. I'm team Jacob. And I and I can't really see the other side of that. But, and that's fine. But there's no way on earth you're going to try to convince me that there's not one person of the other sex that you don't have anything in common with besides I want to lay down with this person and I hope this person want to lay down with me. Let's be honest. Tell the truth, show the devil. Please. This is exactly why I always say to people like who try to say, um, oh my oh my baby mama crazy, oh my baby mama delusional, blah blah. Shorty was delusional and crazy when you first was in contact with her. You chose to ignore the delusional and the crazy because she had a fat ass. Or because you assumed that you would be able to tame and, and, and um, you know, get her in order, get her in line. And when it came down to it, that was never the case. Now, you the one that's in order and in line and you trying to blame her. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I think it's a common thing for males and females to um, pretend in relationships. Um, like, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of something that's not too, too specific so that I don't, it don't seem like I'm calling somebody out. But like, hmm. Okay, broad statement. Let's say you like basketball. And your girl, when y'all first meet, she always go to local, you know, basketball games with you or come to the gym and watch you play basketball. Y'all done been to NBA games together, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now that y'all um very serious and y'all done moved in together or not moved in together, but at least talking about moving in together, now all of a sudden she don't want to do it. It's all these excuses and, you know, but, but in the beginning to you in your head, this is how y'all bonded. And now you like, <laughs> damn, I'm, I'm bamboozled. I, I done been a uh, trick, flipped around, dipped in everything. I, I, I don't know who this person is and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just think, like, that's why I support people, like, you know, taking that time. I don't support people, like, kind of dragging the next person along. But if you want to take your time and actually get to know somebody and you actively actually trying to get to know them and spending time with them and doing things, and it's not just more like, um, slow, like, you know, you know when you're dragging somebody along, like, I'm not going to get into it, but come on now. So, but also on the other end of that, there's been times like as a female, I have blatantly said to somebody, I am not interested in a romantic relationship with you. If you want to be friends, that is fine. I will be your friend, but we, I'm just not interested. It's not that you're not attractive, but our personalities do not match. Our interests do not, our interests, ugh. Our interests do not match. We, it's not going to work. It's not going to be how you think it's going to be. <clears throat> um, and even still, those are the guys. And it's probably, I want to say, been three ever in my life who I thought was my real friend. And when it came down to it, that really wasn't. Um, 
Those are the guys that have tried to force themselves on me. Those are the guys who have um, probably would have really hurt me if I wasn't already willing to defend myself. If I wasn't strong enough or quick enough to defend myself in certain situations, I probably would have been really hurt. And I'm not talking about rape. I'm talking about physically somebody putting their hands on you because they so mad that they can't talk you into doing something, which probably would have like resulted in that. But yeah, those are the ones who is like, oh no, he's a nice guy. Um, you know, he helped me with this and that, and I can always talk to him and blah, blah, blah. And a part of talking to him was telling him I'm not attracted to you in that way. This will never be that. Was that ever listened to? No, because I, some men at a young age are taught that like women don't really know what they want. They'll tell you no, but they really mean yeah. Or or that's just a way of playing games with you. One thing that I have always told my little brothers and my little cousins and that I will tell my son. Even if you really truly think a bitch playing games with you and she just saying no because she want to see how much effort you going to put in in order to get her to say yeah because there are women out there like that. Don't. One no is all you need. That's it. And if after that she starts chasing you and running up behind you, oh, no, 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 I didn't mean it. Oh, you, you just up and stop talking to me, blah, blah, blah. Let that be that. But you, once somebody say no, oh, no, I, I'm not interested. I, I don't want that. Um, I don't like that. Um, No, thank you. Even if they say, hell, motherfucking no, get the fuck out of my face. As a human being. Get the fuck out her face. You can be mad. Nobody can tell you not to be mad. But you don't get to harm somebody because they don't want to be around you. What is that? Deep down in your your mind, in your heart, in your soul, what is that going to solve? If you trying to get a girl number and she tell you, nah, I'm good. No. Even if she laugh a little bit with it. (laughs) No, hell no. Calling her, uh, oh, bitch, you fat anyway. What you think that's going to make her do? Oh, oh, I didn't know you was one of them. Come here, daddy. Yeah, I'll give you my number. No, sir. Now she's going to tell her friends. Now she's going to tell her cousins. Now she's going to tell her sisters. Now now it's getting out there in the neighborhood amongst all the girls. Are you, if you even say no to him one time, he gets, he gets super aggressive. And we was in public. So imagine what he'll do to you in private, girl. Oh, no, I'll be, i stare clear. That was kind of weird if you ask me. That was strange. This person can't take no for an answer in public? Imagine what he'll do in private. And everybody don't heed that warning, of course. But there are a lot of, of, of women and, and girls who will. Oh, you hang out with such and such? Nah, I don't want to come to your house and, and bring my friends and hang out with you because I heard he a little bit too aggressive. I'm not putting my friends in that predicament. Oh, I, I was going to come to the party, but I heard such and such was going to be there. And I'm sorry, but he already made my friend feel uncomfortable once. It's not going to happen again. Mm. And like I said, all women don't stick together like that. But most of us do. Especially right now today. And even on the other side of that. On the other side of men are emotionally attracted to other men. Um but sexually attracted to women, I will say that there's a lot of women who um, will be like what we would call pick-me's today and um, just run after and chase after these guys. And the whole time the guys is like making fun of them. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, but to men, 
to a real motherfucker, I'm not even going to say commit, to a real motherfucker, if you can't even be loyal to your friends, there's no way you can be loyal to me. Logically speaking. So if I'm a guy and we've been hanging out, let's say we on the same soccer team or we we in the same science class or something like that. And, and yes, I'm speaking high school or maybe even college, um, you know, times, especially college, I would say. We hang out all this time. We spend all this time together. We're considered to be friends, right? And I already know that you already got your own group of female friends. And I start to say, damn, Jessica, you know, she's kind of attractive. Is she seeing anyone? And then you start down talking Jessica, a motherfucker who you hang out with every single day. That's not making me more attracted to you. That's making me think, damn, if she thinks that about Jessica, she'd be with Jessica every single day. And even before I even met her, her and Jessica was cool. What she be saying about me? Oh, okay. It's strange. And that's why so many guys have been become hit to that certain type of conversation and will go to your friend directly instead of trying to go through you and say, like, that's not your real friend, girl. She said this, this, and that about you. She told me A, B, and C. Instead of you as a woman saying, I'm uncomfortable with hooking you up with my friend because I always thought that eventually me and you would hook up. I'm not comfortable with that. And we are friends, but if you date my friend, I don't know if I could be your friend. That's okay. In my personal honest opinion, do that mean that you and that person was actually real friends? No. To me, y'all y'all couldn't have been real friends because that's just my personal opinion but I think like when it comes to relationships and like men and women being able to like talk to each other and confide in each other um, it's a touchy subject for some people because like some people moms have like belittled them belittled their emotions belittled their masculinity and so now they don't trust women now i feel like if i cry in front of you you gonna make fun of me if i say um well i feel like this i feel like that you're going to talk down on me now and there are also women who will do that but i personally feel like it's a certain type of of person i don't think that's a male or female trait I think it's a certain type of person who will listen to you be emotional and listen to you, um, you know, have a breakdown, confide in them and everything else. And then when they get mad at you or, you know, y'all no longer on speaking terms, now it now they're talking about you. Oh, yeah, he a crybaby. Oh, she, she claims she she was raped before and bitches love crying rape and that like it's been plenty of times that the that this has happened on both ends where and then after that women will say oh see that's why you can't trust the man and men will say see that's why you can't trust the woman they'll do this they'll do that it's the same type of people that y'all picking up. I have a friend who numerous times, I mean time and time again, when she get into a relationship, she will sit down with the person who she is in a relationship with and say, my ex did this to me. My ex did that. This is why I don't trust men because my ex said blah, 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 blah. To me, and to her, and to um, a lot of women, that's being straightforward. That's me telling you what I have been through and why I might have certain responses to things that you do um, that you might think is like a little like, damn, she overreacted. But at the same time, like I have been through certain things before. To a, to predators, I don't even want to say to a man because no, a real man, no. 
to predators, you just showing him what he can get away with with you. And that's not every single woman, because most women, they will see the warning signs and be like, oh, bye. But some women still won't see the warning signs. Still won't see it. Still won't feel that this person not telling me the truth, you know, type of tingly feelings or whatever. And I know a lot of men who um, will say like, oh, you know, they're interested in anime and they're interested in cosplay and they um, like to, you know, play musical instruments or they like um, video games or whatever the case, but they go for girls who despise those things. And you might think like, well, why she get into a relationship with me anyway? Or why did he get into a relationship with me anyway? Because people think they can change other people and mold them into what they want. But it's up to you as the person who um, they're trying to change. It's up to you to say no. Absolutely not. Like for me personally, you will never, ever, ever catch me complaining about something my husband has been doing meaning we were together obviously before we was married we lived in the same home before we was married um even before that we knew each other on a deeper level before we was even in a real relationship things that he was doing before and i don't mean 100 percent, but things he was doing before and that he still might do now you will never hear me complain about it if I wasn't complaining about it in the first place. Meaning. He don't do laundry. Um, I personally was never raised to let a man. Do your laundry. My grandma was not one of them. <laughs> she was not one of them. You might let your man wash dishes every once in a while. You might let your man cook a meal. And I that's a strong might. Because most likely it won't ever happen. But you might let those things happen. You might let your man um, clean up the vacuum the floor, clean up the house, you know, whatever. But you don't let no man wash your dirty drawers. That's for you to do for yourself. I don't, I can't begin to tell you the reasoning behind it. I never even asked. I just always felt like out of everything that I that my husband do around the house, um, doing laundry has, I have never let him wash my clothes ever. I really, ever since I learned how to do laundry when I was in middle school, I haven't let nobody else wash my clothes. I, I I'm the one to wash my own clothes. It just is what it is. It could be weird for some people. It is what it is. But you would never hear me complaining like, oh, I always gotta go and and wash clothes by myself and blah blah blah. Um, I won't complain about it because I already knew he was that type of person. I won't complain about, um, me, like, if I have to say, um, come in here and help me wash the dishes. You will never hear me say, yeah, I always got to remind him that the dishes need to be washed and blah, blah, blah. The way that he was raised was not the way that I was raised. His dad did not bring him up to help around the house. He didn't. And it's a lot of stuff behind that, you know, whatever. But whatever the case, that's something that I knew before I moved in with him. He will help me, of course. But I have to say something. If I don't say anything, he won't do it. That's something that I already knew. But now we are to the point where, like, he get a vibe from me. And he'll just start cleaning up. Even if it's not in the same room as me. Like, if I wake up early on Saturday or Sunday, most of the time it's Sunday, turn on some music and start cleaning up, he will either 100% stay out of my way and make sure that the kids stay out of my way too, or he will help me. Um, That's fine by me. <laughs> 
it's it's 100% okay. But that's because me and him talk to each other. We confide in each other. I don't have a problem with telling him, like, um, when you did A, B, and C, it really just pissed me the fuck off. I, I, I had to restrain myself from cussing you out. And he don't have a problem saying it back to me. But we don't go tit for tat. Right when there's a problem, that's right when we address it. The only times that we don't is if it's going to put our children into adult business. If he can secretly say, yeah, that wasn't cool. And that's it. And then we might carry on the conversation later on, but at least right there in that moment, I know like, dang, what I just did really like, you know. Or for me, if I be like, mm. <laughs> okay. As soon as I change up my tone and I don't have to keep it changed. Just a sentence or two. And I snap back into being mommy, mommyana, big mama, whatever you want to say. Um, that's it. We don't have to have the argument or the conversation in front of our children because we already hinted at the fact that later on, we about to handle this. <laughs> but it's not supposed to be an argument. It's not supposed to be a me against you. It's supposed to be earlier, you made me feel this way. Was that on purpose? And that's okay. Too many times people try to change the other person's feelings. And it's not even with um, just like relationships. It's also with friendships, with um, family members. You could say like, as a kid, you used to make me feel like blah, blah, blah. And I feel like we all have been through this. Your parent will say, oh, that never happened. That never happened. That never happened. Oh, remember that. How can you remember how I felt? Does that make sense? I remember how I felt because I was feeling it. You weren't feeling it. And as a child, I don't know about everybody else's household, but in my household, we wasn't allowed to talk about how we felt. There were points in times where my mom would allow you to express yourself, yes. But altogether, if I say I'm mad about something or I'm frustrated about something or my siblings getting on my nerves, you know, whatever the case, I was not always allowed to feel like that. Overall, in my household, I learned to pretend to be happy or shut the fuck up. And again, like I said, there were times that I could eventually go to my mom and say, blah, blah, blah. But overall, every single day, no. I could not. My household was not an emotionally friendly or safe place. Not for me. I can't speak for my siblings. I haven't had the conversation with them. And the ones that I have had the conversation with, um, that is, that's their story to tell. So like I said, I can't speak for everybody. Everybody have different experiences. It don't matter whether you grew up in the same household or not. Everybody is different. So for me, I felt like it was easier to pretend until I couldn't. And I just burst. And it always, always 100% of the time was a shock to my mom. She could not believe I would talk to her like that. Or I would say this, or I would say that and not care about the consequences and for me it was like the consequences emotionally were worse than um anything that she could do and that's even like in a relationship when you are used to bowing down to your partner and being quiet and not saying this and not saying that when you eventually burst it is it's gonna be a shock to them they're gonna be like damn when you start feeling like this what what's going on but that's why it's important to not only express yourself but allow that other person 
the freedom to express themselves also. And that means listening. Opening up them ears, baby. I think a lot more people... Um, would be saved a lot of agony if they was just listening to. Like, sometimes, even, like, I just seen a video of some wives, famous, of course. Stay-at-home wives. Um, it's a reality TV show. I don't know which, so please don't quote me. Um, but basically, they were talking about having the conversation of... My husband takes care of me. He takes care of me. I'm a stay-at-home wife. I have been allowed. I have been allotted the freedom to homeschool my children. Um, I have been allotted the freedom and time to have as many children as I want or don't want. Um, follow my hobbies. Follow my dreams. Uh, put my kids in private school. You know things. You know whatever my husband provides. So how dare I not be happy? And uh, the point of the segment was that, yes, he provides financially, but a person needs emotional support also. And that works both ways. If I am feeling like he is not there for me emotionally, but I make his lunch every single morning before he leaves, he have breakfast. And when he walk out that door, he got his lunch in his hand. I wash his clothes. His uniform is always clean. Shoes always where they supposed to be. The house is clean. He never have to pick up a vacuum, yell at the kids, help with homework, do bath time. He don't have to do all of these things. I'm doing it. So when he get home, yeah, I be wanting him to scratch my back. Give me a back rub. Sit down and watch half of a TV show with me. Look me in my eyes. Ask me how my day went. Kiss me on the lips. Give me a hug. Be there with me. And for him, it's like, damn, I worked all day. I done had some overtime. I done dealt with these people at the job. And they done, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm frustrated with work. And then I come home and this bitch want a hug. <laughs> to some people, it's like, damn, a, a hug shouldn't be, you know, that bad. But I have had a long day. You know, and so men need emotional support also. And so it's okay to be like, you know, damn, I tried to talk to him when he came home from work and he kind of brushed me off. Bring it, bring it up again. How was your day? Are you, you okay? Like, let's do something together. The kids busy or the kids sleep less, you know. It's okay. But after getting being shut down so many times, whether you are a man or a woman and you're trying, you eventually gonna stop trying. But that's why communication is necessary. Hey, it's been a week. I feel like you don't really see me. Two days ago, I had on a skimpy dress. I could barely bend over without you seeing my ass and pussy. And and you didn't even acknowledge. You didn't even look at me and be like, damn, where you, where you going? What's going on? Never. That's strange to me. What's up? What's happening? And it's up to that other person to obviously continue on a conversation. You can't force somebody to have a conversation with you, but it's okay to start it out. It's okay to say, I've been working, you know, doubles all week. Might not have been every single day, but at least three days out the week, I, I, I worked a double. 
I'm tired. And you haven't even asked me how my day went at work. Touched me. Sat down with me and 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 next to me when I'm when I'm in a room watching TV. You come in and go to sleep and then that's it. It's okay to have those conversations. Ow. It's not okay to assume that that other person knows. They don't always know. <laughs> but that's all. I think um, people just I don't know. Everybody have their own, like, concept of what they think a relationship is. And sometimes you find that, and sometimes it's a little bit harder to find. <laughs> but it's not okay to loop everybody into a, um, a, a net of all women do this or all men do that. Because that don't be true. But, um... I don't know. I think I think that that was enough said on a situation like if if I feel like I get enough feedback and I should revisit it, I will. But I think like I don't know. Just because it makes sense to me, don't mean it makes sense to everybody. But I think it make enough sense. I hope it make enough sense. Um, but I hope you guys are having a good night, a good day. A good week, a good month, good year. Um, do something positive. Put a smile on somebody else's face besides your own. Um, and make good choices. Love you. Bye. Okay, so this is going to be another Spotify episode. Um, I said Spotify. Yikes, Reddit. Um, <laughs> about, um, you know, like relationships or, you know whatever <laughs> so here we go let me get to the thing the little story okay wife mad at me for having breakfast with a co-worker so my wife is mad at me for having breakfast with one of my co-workers who I haven't chatted with in a few months um we didn't go sorry we didn't go anywhere we just sat down at the work site for breakfast and just chatted about life my coworker knows I'm married. She knows I just had a son. Um, she wanted to see pictures, so I was just chatting about my family. Um, the day before, my coworker texted me a total of seven messages saying, "Can't wait to catch up." Every single message, or like that's just what it all boiled down to is like, "Oh, I can't wait to see you again." Okay. Um, what time she'll be there and whatnot. Okay, okay, okay. So it was more than just that. Um, I honestly didn't think a big deal of this at all. I'm not interested in this person at all. We both started on the same day a few years ago and occasionally have lunch or breakfast every few months just to catch up. Before the... <laughs> before that... The entirety of our communication was sending pictures of our dogs, maybe five to ten texts total. She respects, she respects I'm married and I love my wife. I would never cheat. So my wife saw the messages blew up on me about, sorry, blew up on me for about a week and wouldn't talk to me. She said that if she had somewhere else to go, she would leave. She said a lot of hurtful things. <laughs> she says um, she can never trust me again. Two months later, she took a picture of... Sorry. <coughs> I had to sneeze. Two months later, she took a picture of the messages and continues to... Devon. What a silly baby. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. Sorry. Two months later, she took a picture of these messages and continues to bring it up. Didn't see a big deal in this at all. Didn't go out somewhere to eat. The messages went. Sorry. What? 
I think he meant the messages weren't bad. Um, I just don't understand. She never trusted me and probably never will. I was seriously considering getting a divorce over the way she treated me and continues to treat me. I just don't know what to do. I didn't want to lose my family over the breakfast. Okay, so when I first, um, like, when I first, uh, heard, like, read this or whatever, I was like, okay, you know, maybe she could be low-key, like, tripping, right? But then the messages was like, aren't you the same man? Because when you post on Reddit, everything goes to, like, your account. And you could click and see past posts from people, previous posts. And some of the comments was like, weren't you the one who did actually literally physically cheat on your wife with a coworker? And he said, yeah, this wasn't long ago. <laughs> um, probably, I would honestly say probably the reason why he switched jobs. Divine. This man don't care about me at all. Um, probably the reason why he switched jobs in the first place. Let's just be honest. So anyway, he's acting like, well, I don't know why she would be so upset. She's mad about breakfast. Da, 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 da. No, she's mad at the fact that you constantly go after your coworkers. Let's be honest. It's not specifically about breakfast. It's not even specifically about you texting a girl back and forth. Because this is not the same coworker, um, which was confirmed by him, I guess. I'm hoping he's telling the truth about that. Um, this is not the same coworker who he actually was cheating with. This is a coworker. Not to mention this is the also the same man who said that um he was less attracted to his wife um after her having the baby because of how much attention she gives the baby. Um so, okay, you having breakfast with your coworker, you and your coworker texting, blah, blah, blah. My problem is, <laughs> um, I think probably maybe the openness about it. Um, if this is your friend, it's okay to like, oh, sometimes, you know, like you throw something on a grill, you invite friends. Most of the time, these are friends from work. She, she that's, it's possible that this woman is that. But I just 100% don't understand texting, especially like texting and being like, oh, I don't know. Like, okay, my husband, obviously he worked with like men and women and he do talk to his female coworkers. Um, that's not really an issue for me, but I, um, our, when I had my daughter, he wasn't working there. But when I had my son, um, he had already been working there for a number of years, which means that he had already built up a rapport with his coworkers, male and female. I'm sure that when he came back after I gave birth, they was like, oh, let me see the baby. Let me see the baby. You know, blah, blah, blah. Most people, male or female, be curious. Like, I want to see what the baby looked like. Like, how was it? You know, stuff like that. Um, that was in person. His coworkers have his number. Do I, <laughs> is it, would it have been crazy to me for them to text and check in on him and be like, Hey, how's everything going? You know, whatever. Cause you know, him being out of work for a certain amount of time or whatever. It was only a couple of days, but like, yeah. But talking about like, I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to catch up. I don't know. Something about that just really don't rub me the right way. Like, um, what? And I would expect that if I got that same message from a coworker, I would think that my husband, I would think that my husband would, um, probably, I mean, at least be like, I'm sorry, but this is something that can be talked about, I guess, in person. The fact that this person feels such a connection to you that they can't wait to be in person. They have to text you and be like, oh, I miss you. 
Um, I'm I'm getting to work at seven o'clock. What time you getting to work? Who get who? Mm. It's just strange to me. So that was me just like initially first reading the story. But then when I went through the comments and found out that he previously cheated and the person that he cheated with was a co-worker and his wife, you know, basically is giving him a second chance. And then like it just so happened that, you know, she ended up pregnant and, you know, all of this, which was probably a part of like the new honeymoon phase. Um, you know, where you go through something and then y'all make up and a relationship is so-called like new. And, um, but I think the problem is that he's not taking accountability for why she feel the way she feel. She don't feel this way out of nowhere. She feel this way because once again, you keep it secrets among you and a coworker and, you already cheated with a coworker, and she had to find the messages when me when my husband talks to me about his day he don't leave out like oh yeah you know why I, I well he talked to me during his lunch so <laughs> he, he probably like obviously sit with other people at lunch but like to say like I had lunch with such and such that would be kind of weird because we kind of be on the phone the whole time but like um you know, if he be like, I, t- I took a smoke break with, you know, whatever, whoever, even though he don't um, smoke at work, he do obviously like take a break at some point, step outside, or maybe he don't step outside for his break, but you know, take a break. I took a break with such and such. And, um, you know, we talked about this. She said that, you know, whatever he don't go through the conversation point by point, but it's just a simple fact that like, yeah, this happened. And, you know, I just never like, like, you know, maybe I never took that female perspective into mind or, um, you know, it's crazy that she going through that. She don't deserve that, you know, whatever, like, you know, small conversations and it's fine. But if I was to find out two months from now that for two months he was texting and keeping in contact with a female coworker, he never mentioned her name. He never mentioned she started working there. All of these things. I would be like, why? Because you talk about everybody else. You know, like, if you, especially if you talk to her on a weekly basis, might not be daily, but multiple times a week outside of work, you talk to this person. So the way that me and my husband talk, it would be crazy to me to like, figure out, like, find out, sorry, that he have this friend and I don't know nothing about the friend. Like, I'm sorry, that's strange. And everybody don't talk to their spouse like that. But, like, I can only speak from my point of view. And for me, I talk to my spouse like that. We both, like, he grew up with females. I grew up with males. It's people in our life of the opposite sex. Um, I'm not trying to say that, like, I 100% have to run down every conversation and vice versa. No, that's not the same. But at the same time. I don't have a problem with telling him like, oh, yeah, you know, such and such contacted me. Um, You know, this is what's going on. You know, blah, blah, blah. I feel concerned for him or I'm happy for him or, you know, just he funny, you know, whatever the situation is. But to have a major secret on top of because to have a secret, that's not really too, too bad. Just having a secret, that don't mean that you cheating. But to have previously cheated before in this same manner and then now something is happening again or it's the start of something and you like I don't know why my wife is acting like this I I love her I I don't want to get a divorce about it but I might have to you might have to yeah because you really don't want to um I'm sorry you really don't want to um be like that with her And some people, you know, never want to be faithful. They never want to be monogamous. And I think you should find somebody to be like that with. I think it's not okay to hurt people over and over and over again, knowing that you don't want to be faithful, but pretending. But I also think that the wife should, even though she's not the one asking for advice, I think, you know, like she said, if I have somewhere to go, I'll leave. Baby, work work on it. It's not going to be overnight. 
you probably don't want to stay with family or, you know, don't have no family that you can stay with, don't have no friends you can stay with, but work on it. If you really feeling like that and you really feel like he's taking advantage of the fact that, like, you don't got nowhere else to go, so it's not like you can leave him, work on it. That's the best advice I could give. That's the only thing I could say. And also, communicate that with him. I'm still not okay. I still don't forgive you. Um, I'm still hurt. Because it's hard to have somebody hurt you like that. And then you forgive them. And then they turn around and do the same thing. And not only turn around and do the same thing, but pretend like they don't know why you really mad. Like, you, your reaction is worse. You know, you it's severe, I guess I would say. And they acted like, well, I don't know why she acted like this. I have no idea. You know, you do know why. You just don't want to admit that you a little bit wrong. And a little bit you are. <clears throat> You're not wrong in the sense of having, you know, a sexual relationship with this person, whether it's on the phone or not. It seems like that's not the situation. But your last situation did not start off with just sex. I'm sorry, but most of the time when somebody has an affair, it starts out as you and this other person getting to know each other, you know, texting, calling, spending time outside of work, things like that. And then it escalates into that. But especially if this person already know you married, they don't jump right into blah, blah, blah. But just like she could fight in you, let's say one day you could fight in her and be like, wow, it's been two weeks. I haven't, you know, had relations with my wife. I'm getting frustrated, blah, blah. And I don't know this girl, so this is not me trying to speak for her. No, I'm just bringing up a scenario. If she was to say, oh, yeah, I never do my man like that. One thing about me, mad or not, I always put out da 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 And now... You not getting it at home. You got it in your head. Like, this was going to happen. This was going to go on. Da, 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 da. It's an option now. And it wasn't an option before. <laughs> My son going off. It's an option now. And it wasn't an option before. It wasn't in your mind before. So not to say that you won't, like, hurry up and jump on it. But people like that, they're consistent. And you already, like, kind of, like, got it in your mind. It's not every man. Um, you know, it's not even every woman, but let's just say that's the, that's how the situation play out. It did it started out as something innocent. It started out as, um, you know, a friend confiding in another friend and blah, blah, blah. And she respects your marriage so much and blah, blah, blah. And now it's turned into something more and the only reason why this is even a train of thought for his wife is because he have done it before I just thought it was crazy that he tried to sit up and be like I don't know why she's so mad it's to the point where I feel disrespected and I want a divorce and blah 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 and then people commented like didn't you just say that you cheated with your uh, with a co-worker didn't you just say you was gonna get divorced over a co-worker and you know blah 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 and for him to confirm is like crazy i'm sorry but i guess it would have been different if he would have just like kept on denying it and kept on being like oh, i don't know what's going on i don't know i don't know what y'all talking about no that's not me but he immediately was like yeah that did happen but that was two years ago okay and two years ago you switched jobs and two years ago, at that new job, you met this bitch. And for two years, y'all been um, uh, getting close to each other and getting to know each other. For two years, y'all been having breakfast or lunch together. According to you. Yeah. Mm. If it was me, I would say that the wife needs to protect herself. Um, not like physically, like, not like I think it's that type of situation, but protect her like mental health. Like after being cheated on and then like you take that person back and they cheat on you again, it really just feel like you're the dumbest bitch on earth. 
like not to be like weird but it, it really like it feel like you know it's you it's not this person it feel like it's you even though like in your in your head you know that it's that person but also in your head it's kind of like low-key like what am I doing to make this person want to keep on doing this to me and I would never want nobody to feel like that male or female it's not okay I think um 100% she should work on other options whatever that means even if it's not moving out even if it's being financially um independent even if it's just finding a hobby for herself um you know like yoga painting um doing activities with the kids like whatever because when you center your whole life around somebody and that somebody disrespects and berates you and belittles you that starts to wear and tear on like your mental health even if you did not have mental health problems before then so yeah i think she needs to um you know low-key look into that that's just my own personal opinion like i don't know because it seemed like it, to me if somebody can't take accountability for their past um you know discretions whether it was cheating or not, or like, you know, let's say in high school, I was a bully. And now after high school, I'm wondering why all these horrible things happening to me. And then somebody finally confront me and be like, girl, you having bad luck because you used to be a bully. You used to really shit on people and make people feel bad about themselves. And now you feeling bad about yourself. That's just your own karma. For me not to be able to acknowledge like, damn, I did do that. That was messed up, you know? You don't have to kiss somebody ass because you did something to them in the past. But I think that a simple apology goes a long way. Even a simple shoot. I knew it's not that I didn't know what I was doing, but I wanted somebody to feel as bad as I felt. Good or whether that was the right decision or not, at my level of maturity and my mindset at that point in time I wanted you to feel as bad as I was feeling and that's not okay no but it's the truth and I think I really truly believe from the bottom of my soul that until you can really come to terms with your own truth you won't 100% be happy in life that don't even really necessarily mean that you have to change as a person but as long as you really know from the bottom of your soul what type of person that you are and you can accept that and you personally, you're happy with that. Nobody can come along and make you feel different about it. That's, you know, I don't want to say that's like a good thing. It could be a bad thing. It could be a bad thing. It could turn out to be horrible. But you're living in your truth. And... I'm sorry, but that accounts for a lot more than just um, my son watching um, Gracie's Corner. Um, that accounts for a lot more than, I don't know, just sitting around like, I don't know why people don't like me. I don't know why this happening to me, blah, blah, blah. And the whole time you really do know, you just want somebody to have sympathy for you. But you cannot want other people to be sympathetic towards you and what you're going through if you have not extended sympathy to others. Life don't work like that. You might think so, but it don't. So all in all, I think, you know, um, he just really like exposed himself. He really just exposed himself to, like, um, I don't know, like, you really not a good person. You just tried to pretend like you was. Let's stop. But also, you know, I understand, you know, his wife, you know, just having a child and probably, you know, going through the things that come after having birth, but... Unfortunately, I think she also have other stuff to think about as far as her marriage and, and where she wants to live and where she wants her life to be.
Yeah. And um everything else basically. Um my son just gonna keep on doing this till I stop. But um yeah, that's my whole that's my thoughts about it. Um hopefully, you know this person finds the help that they need because I do think that, that he need a little bit of help. But um I hope you guys have a good day, night, week, month, year. Um, make, you know, good choices. Be nice to somebody. And set boundaries where boundaries need to be set. Bye.